Today's theme is celebrating the reign of the King, Jesus, in 2023. And the Bible reading today takes the words from John the Baptist. In a way, John the Baptist was a bit like a herald, announcing the arrival of the Chosen One. It makes me think back to that time. People had been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the one, the chosen one, the one who would come to rescue them. I wonder what they were actually expecting, what they had figured out in their mind the chosen one was going to look like. My question to you today is what or who are you expecting? Reading from John chapter 1 from verse 29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one I was talking about when I said, A man is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. I did not recognize him as the Messiah but I have been baptizing with water so that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove from heaven and resting upon him. I didn't know that he was the one, but when God sent me to baptize with water, he told me the one on whom you see the Spirit descend and rest is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this happen to Jesus, so I testify that he is the chosen one of God. Over to you, Pastor Richard. You seem so far away. I'll come a bit closer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, bless us now and send us your Holy Spirit that as we meditate on this word from John's Gospel, that we might recognise that Jesus is indeed the Chosen One, the Messiah, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, and that we might be moved to believe and trust in him as our Saviour and King. In Jesus' own precious name we pray. Amen. Friends, John the Baptist was a very significant figure in the story of Jesus. And uh, as Georgie was saying before, he was the herald of the king. He was the one who prepared the way for Jesus. The Old Testament had prophesied that there would be someone who would come and prepare the way before the coming saviour, before the coming Messiah. And John was that person. He was the one who was the forerunner of the Messiah, the Saviour King. Now in today's text, uh, John had been busy doing his preparing the way stuff. He called the people of Israel to repent of their sins and meet with him by the River Jordan to be baptised. And while John was busy doing this, Jesus turns up. John sees Jesus coming and he says, 
Wow. Over there. Look, everyone. Here's the one I've been telling you about. Here's the one we've all been waiting for. The chosen one, the Messiah, the Christ, the Saviour King. And when John points Jesus out, he does it in a very particular way. He says, there he is, the chosen one. And then he names him the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, most of you will know that in the Old Testament, lambs were sacrificed for an offering to God for the sins of God's people Israel. Now, Jesus coming as the Messiah, the Saviour King, he comes as the sacrifice, the final and ultimate sacrifice offered to God, but there's a twist in this. This sacrifice is offered not from us human beings to God, but is presented by God. God is the one to whom the sacrifice is given, but God is also the one who is giving the sacrifice. To what end? That the sins of all the world, that the sins of you and me, might be forgiven. Now, after Jesus was being baptised, and in his baptism, John says he saw the, the Holy Spirit descending on him, and the Heavenly Father spoke from heaven and affirmed Jesus as his beloved Son. So Jesus is ready to do his important work as Messiah, the Chosen One, the Coming King. And the Gospels all record that immediately after his baptism, Jesus begins his preaching ministry. And what did Jesus preach about? He preached about the coming kingdom of God. He says, the kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God is so close you can touch it. And so Jesus, main job as the Messiah, was to proclaim the kingdom, bring in the kingdom. And how does the kingdom come? The kingdom comes with the arrival of the king. And of course, Jesus himself, as Messiah, was that king who brings in God's kingdom. What that means is that the kingdom of God is present wherever Jesus reigns as king. The kingdom of God is present wherever people acknowledge Jesus as Lord and Saviour and King. And we are part of God's kingdom when we do what Annie and Emily did earlier, when we acknowledge Jesus as our King. We are part of the kingdom of God, part of God's family, adopted as his children. Now John tells us that the mark of the Messiah, this is how we know that this is the real deal. This is how we know this really is the Messiah promised by God. How we know this is the Saviour King. He's distinguished by what? Well, he will rule and exercise his royal authority 
as the Lamb of God. What now? He will exercise his royal rule and authority as the Lamb of God. In other words, we will know it's the genuine Messiah, it is the Saviour King, because he will do this unexpected thing. He will sacrifice himself, like all those lambs sacrificed in the temple throughout the Old Testament. He will sacrifice himself to bring us God's forgiveness and thereby usher in his kingdom of salvation. Save us. Now let's just pause for a moment and just recognise that that's not how kings and people in authority usually behave. Do they? When people are in charge, when they're kings, when they're ruling, when everything's up to them, how do they demonstrate their rule? By doing strong and powerful things, by throwing their weight around, by demanding that we treat them with royal dignity. The kings of the world demand that we serve them. Not so with Jesus. He's a different kind of king altogether. Jesus turns that completely upside down and he reigns as king by him as king coming to serve us, to save us. And Jesus did that in a very particular way. He did it by sharing our humanity, by coming as one of us. And so Jesus reigns as king by embracing, oh well, the muck and grime of our human existence, by taking on the troubles and heartaches of our lives, by sharing that, by being one with us in that. And so Jesus the king, Jesus the Messiah saviour, he takes the lowest place He takes the lowest place so he might lift us up and save us. Now, Jesus is a king, all right. Don't doubt that for a moment. But he reigns as king from a cross. Revelation chapter 5, verse 6 following. John, not John the Baptist this time, John the Apostle. He records how he saw the Lamb of God being worshipped in heaven. He says, Then I saw the Lamb looking as if he had been slain, standing in the centre of the throne. Then a little bit later on he says, And the host of heaven saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. To receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honour and glory and praise. Forever and ever. I just added that last bit. The hosts of heaven are praising the Lamb who's standing in the centre of the throne. Now a couple of things here for us that are highly significant. 
Where is this lamb who is being worshipped by the heavenly hosts? He is standing on the throne. The lamb is on the throne. In other words, the lamb is reigning as king. Well, that makes sense because kings are seated on and rule from and exercise their authority from their thrones. So the lamb is on the throne. The lamb is king. The lamb is worshipped as king. Then the second bit, which is our left field a little bit. We see that the lamb was slain. If we look closely, we can see on the body of this lamb that is ruling the injuries that he sustained through his sacrifice for us. We can see the lamb that was slain seated on the throne. Now you may recollect that on Easter morning when the risen Lord Jesus met with his disciples, what did he show them? In his body were the marks of his sacrifice. The lamb who was slain seated on the throne ruling as king. So the friends, the, uh, the host of heaven, are right now celebrating Jesus the King, celebrating the reign of the Lamb. And we, we friends, we are invited to join them, join them in praising the Lamb of God, to praise Jesus as our Saviour King. Well, that's why you got out of bed this morning, isn't it? Came to this place. Worship Jesus, the Saviour King. In the Lord's Prayer, we pray the petition, Your kingdom come. Now, unfortunately, we are so used to praying the Lord's Prayer, both publicly together, maybe even in your own prayer life, so we tend to rush it a bit. Anyone here guilty of that? We rush it without really thinking about what we're praying. We pray this remarkable petition. Your kingdom come. In other words, bring in your kingdom, Lord. What's that really all about? Well, Luther explains in the small catechism that in this prayer, what we're actually doing is we're asking Jesus to come and reign as king and lord of our hearts and lives. He says this, God comes to rule as king, even if we don't ask for this to happen. But in this prayer, we are asking, Father, come and rule over us. So every time you pray the petition, your kingdom come, what you're actually praying is, Lord, be king. Be king of my heart. Be king of my life. Be king of my relationships. Be king of my choices. Be king of everything that I do. We're asking Jesus to be king and we're asking him to help us to trust in him as our saviour and we're asking him to help us by the Holy Spirit to follow him, to serve him, with our lives.
Now, as prayers goes, that's a biggie. Your kingdom come. Oh, Jesus, reign as king. Got the crown there on the altar. Reign as king. So, friends, let's enter the coming year by celebrating Jesus' reign in our lives. That he is our Lord and Saviour. That he is the one who continues to bring us his forgiveness, his saving, healing and renewing love. And let's celebrate this year, friends, that this Jesus who is our King, this Jesus who actually is ruler over the whole universe, he's King of everything. That we are safe in his care. Don't take anything else from the sermon. Take this. Jesus is king and you are safe in his care. He is our loving Lord, friends, and our merciful king. And he rules with authority for our benefit and blessing. Now, I'll just run that past you again. Jesus rules with all authority for our benefit and blessing. Jesus rules to save us. Now, if that's not worth celebrating in 2023, I don't know what is. So, friends, once again this morning, place your Hands, place your heart, place your life into the loving care of Jesus our King. Let him call the shots and guide our path throughout the coming year. And most of all, trust in him. Trust in him who is the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the whole world, including yours and mine. Amen.